Originality. You. <laughs> Welcome to Autographs. My name is Nick Singh, and just know originality is on the horizon. Let's go. going on folks this is nick singh and we are back with autographs but stay tuned because today is a wildly different episode than anything i've released with you folks or for you folks to this date today is the first solo episode that is me and me and you and you uh i want to start peppering these in here every now and again because i got some neat behind the scenes stories that i'd like to share with you folks as well as some experiences that i've had in my life that i think um if shared might make an impact. So uh, no need for an intro. I think you folks know who I am and what I'm up to and uh, how I see things. But more on that later. For now, today is a story on a supposed to be amazing trip gone horribly wrong and what I learned from it. So I'll see you folks on the other end. Peace. All right, we are back. So I want to take you all on a trip down uh, memory lane for me. Um, I live in Toronto, Canada. For anybody listening to this that is not from Canada or doesn't know where I'm from, and I went to a university not in Toronto, just outside of Toronto. And you could describe it as a bit of a suburban feel. It had a very open concept to it. The city was very welcoming. And in all honesty, my first year of university was absolutely outstanding. I consistently mark it up as my favorite year of university ever. It was everything you could have imagined and wanted your first year to be. And more, I was partying. I was having fun. I was seeing girls. I was meeting friends. I was having new experiences. The food was amazing. The people were awesome. The lifestyle was sick. And I just couldn't get enough of it. I made so many stupid mistakes that year, but every single one of them I sit back all the time and laugh at. And we'll talk about those on another time. But uh, after this incredible year of mine, um, summer came around. Because when you're in school, you have summer periods. And when you're in university in Canada, summer's longer. It's a four-month period. And when that summer came around, I didn't know it at the time, but it was going to be the worst summer of my life. And the reason for it is because I just didn't get the fucking memo that during summers in university, you're supposed to apply and look for a job uh, usually months before summer starts. And all my friends were doing this, but no one told me. And I know that's my own fault. But regardless, I was left kind of holding the bag of shit by the time summer came around because I didn't have a job. And all the cool jobs that could have, quote unquote, gotten your career started were already taken. So I was left with the crummy jobs that you get when you're in high school, like landscaping or roofing or working in a factory. And I did all of it. And I consistently described that summer as the worst summer of my life. And it was so painful. I remember sitting inside most days, just not knowing what to do with myself. I feel like I'd taken 10 steps behind. I think you get like that when you're young pretty quick because you just don't have the life experience or the purview to realize that this is a really early stage. But regardless, when that summer finished, I got back to university and I promised to myself that no matter what it took, I would make the summer following. So the next summer, 
way better than anything I'd ever experienced. And lo and behold, second year went by pretty quick and the next summer rolled around and I, I never forgot that promise I made to myself. And the reason being was because I was in so much pain internally from the last summer still that I said, I will do whatever it humanly takes to change this summer around for myself. That's exactly what I did. So at the time, I led everyone to believe, my mom, my dad, my peers, my sister, my family, that I was going to get a job, when in reality, I had no fucking intention of getting a job. Uh, what I wanted to do was to do something ballsy. At the time, I was in second year university. I only had some money in my bank account from what I'd say from birthdays and Christmases and part-time jobs. But I decided, after watching a series of motivational YouTube videos, to take every inch of money in my bank account and spend it on a round trip to Southeast Asia because I was going to Thailand. And I'll never forget when I booked the trip, I booked it and I purposely clicked the no cancellation policy. I had never done anything in my life like this before. It was the first quote unquote big boy risk that I was taking and it felt amazing. And I purposely clicked the no refund policy so I couldn't get out of it. And I walked downstairs with a smile on my face and my mom knew I had to tell her something. So she turns off the TV and she goes, what's up? And I said, mom, I found out what I was going to do for the summer. And she goes, what is it? And she's excited thinking that I landed some job. And I say, I'm going to Thailand. And she pauses <laughs> She's like, what the fuck? You're going to Thailand? Are you shitting me? How long are you going for? And I'm like, a month. And she goes, no, you're not. You're going to go upstairs and cancel that booking right now. And I said, mom, and I showed her the sheet of paper. I printed it out. I don't have a refund policy on this. This was almost the last money I had in my bank account. And after two hours of fighting, she finally turned on mom mode and, 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 and said, okay, you know what? If you're really going to do this, if it's what you want to do, I totally support it. Um, we have to get you ready though. When do you leave? And I said, I leave on Friday <laughs> and this was Sunday night. And she goes, Oh my God. And that turned into another hour fighting. But anyways, um, by the time all of that was done, she and my father were both of incredible help. They both took me out and got me some of the gear that I needed. I had no idea that backpacking across the country was going to cost so much money. Um, <laughs> I learned that the hard way, but regardless, I boarded my plane for Thailand and I got to the city of Bangkok where I was totally overwhelmed and I spent a month in Southeast Asia, which was supposed to be this, um, this, this, the, this adventure that was going to bring me something that I was looking for. Like I said, I was trying to shake things up, especially considering how poorly my summer prior to this went. And, uh, you know, what I found was one of the most terrible experiences of my life. And I think the reason for that was because I was in this new country, I was in this new land, and I was doing all these new things with these new people. Um, but it all pointed back to an internal feeling that I felt as to how lost I truly was. Uh, at the time, I didn't really know myself. I hadn't given myself that time yet in my life. And while I was desperately trying to figure out why I was here and what my purpose was, uh, I found myself in this country that led me to every distraction from that possible. And uh, I spent probably most of my time um, and actually no one knows this. this is my first time going on public saying this. I want to mention that when I came back from this trip, I, I lied to everyone. They were like, how was the trip? And what am I supposed to say? Was shit? Of course. I was like, oh, it was amazing. It was outstanding. You should have seen what I saw. It was just awesome. I showed them pictures. I showed them videos. And you know, that part was good, but I can tell you the overall experience of the trip for me was just not what I wanted it to be. And it really did feel terrible. And I spent the majority of that trip, that entire month in hostels inside watching Netflix um, trying to numb myself out from what I knew I had to face, which was this dying misunderstanding that I had at the time as to who I was and why I was here. 
And um, lo and behold, the trip ultimately solved nothing for me. I look back at that trip with a uh, with a sense of distaste sometimes because of how much time and adventure was awaiting for me outside of the walls of my hostel each day and how much I didn't take advantage of it. If you know me at all, you know that I'm an absolute extrovert. I love people. If you put me in a group of people, you can leave me there practically all day. I'll have enough fun. It doesn't matter who it is, where they're from, what they do. I'll find a way to connect and we'll go party. But... Um, I wasn't doing that in Southeast Asia. I was closed off, I was nervous, and uh, I felt scared. And um, when I came back, I still didn't really understand at the time why I was feeling so horrible, but I just knew that something had to change. Um, I just fell right into pace. The moment I got back, I was only there for a month. There were still three months left to summer, so I had to get a job. I got a sales job where I was working commission. And um, this voice whispered to me in the back of my head uh, about another promise that I'd made for myself before I left to go to Thailand to make the summer amazing. It was almost like my soul, God love the universe, whatever you want to call it, knew that Thailand wasn't going to bring me what I wanted and that I needed to make this extra promise to myself early on before I had even left as a quote unquote backup plan. But it turned out to be the real plan to find me what I was looking for. And that promise that I'd made to myself very silently was that I was going to go to a personal developed self-help conference somewhere um, somewhere in the world this summer because I just thought I needed that. At the time, I was doing a lot of reading and listening to podcasts. That I said, I really need to go out there and experience a real thing in live time, in person. So um, the one gift that at the time I knew Thailand gave me is it gave me some balls to go out and book a flight and travel on my own, even if I didn't have all the money. So I executed number two the second time that summer on uh, Thailand strategy. And what that Thailand strategy is, is booking a flight and purposely clicking the no, run, the no refund policy. And I booked a trip to uh, Dallas, Texas, where I attended a self-help conference that would later change my life. Um, that was a Tony Robbins conference, if anyone's curious about it. So um, at that conference, I realized very suddenly that the things I was missing were just all internal. And I know this sounds like this story that is classic. The guy shows up and he's trying to find the solution outside of himself and then he goes within, but it's my story. I don't know how to shape it any differently than how I am. Um, what I found over there in Dallas, folks, was an opportunity to really let go of caring so deeply as to how others felt about me and whether or not they liked me or whether or not they appreciated me or whether or not I was accepted. Um, and I found the opportunity to really connect with a part of myself that I had uh, never known. Or if I had known it, I'd known it only at times and um, very spaced apart times, mind you. So I went to this conference and um, I came back home with, to tell you the truth, tears in my eyes because it felt for the first time in my life like I'd really discovered who Nick Singh was and what he was about and what he wanted for the world. And uh, not less than months later, I was on a plane to go visit Gary Vaynerchuk, one of my lifetime icons and uh, mentors and idols and um, soon thereafter that I met him again in Canada and Casey Neistat and uh, a lot of what you folks are seeing today began out of this just interesting lost troubling time from this kid in the lower middle class trying to desperately find himself I don't try to push up my story to make it any more any less than it is um, that's where I come from and you know through it all and the reason why I want to get on record sharing it was because um, I can tell you that through my purview now um, I'm not alone in having at one point and even still sometimes in my life feeling alone, uh, feeling without purpose, feeling without meaning, feeling without desire, feeling without knowing what's next. And 
um, through the troubling experience of having literally traveled across the planet to one of the farthest destinations that you can travel to from where I live to only have come back home to found the answers here on this soil that I was looking for. Uh, I can tell you wholeheartedly that um, some of the deepest things in our life are meant to be solved within. And um, the lesson that I learned from this all was that wherever we go, we carry ourselves with us. We take ourselves to the places that we travel to, uh, both physically and spiritually and mentally. And uh, in life, it's important to go places and to do new things and to shake things up, especially if that's what you're longing for. But more importantly than that, it's to recognize deeply in a moment of honest self-reflection that if there's any inklings of you going somewhere with the intention of running away from what's at home, know that the monsters that you're running away from live oftentimes within you. And running away from those is seldom done. Running into them is often done. And the best way to overcome them is to look them right in the eye and to find a way to move past. And mind you, I've had friends who have gone to Southeast Asia with inner conflicts and they've solved them over there because sometimes the new environment just takes you and it gives you a new paradigm and opens you up. My answer is not to not travel. It's not to travel. It's to while traveling, while moving out in your life, while doing new things, while doing things beyond traveling, to never forget to go within, to take the journey and the travel within yourself. Because as basic as this sounds, it is one of the deepest moments of peace and reflection and understanding that you'll reach in your lifetime when you give yourself the opportunity and the gift of looking at yourself solely in the mirror, realizing that your challenges rest squarely on your shoulders. It is you who have been assigned this mountain to show others that it can be moved. And to this day, I look back at my trip to Thailand and I regret nothing. I would do it all over again if I had to. I would have had a worse experience than what I already had just to realize what I have. And that was a huge nucleus for me to what would later grow to be my career, my life, my purpose, which at this stage is just to connect with people. It's to enjoy life, have fun, make people laugh and connect with them on their deepest levels, on their souls. And that's a huge mission of this podcast. It's a huge mission of this show, all with the effort to hopefully help you love yourself a little bit more because I desperately needed it and can't imagine anyone not benefiting from having more self-love. So that's my piece. Um, my name is Nick Singh. You listen to the first solo episode of Autographs. I love you folks. Thanks for listening. Peace.